Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is a webinar recording called Turn Down the Overwhelm, Turn Up the Sales. This is Nick MacArthur and I taking you deeper into the world of the ballsy sales course that I've been talking about. So if you're like, I am not female or I do not have anything for sale or I hate you or Nick MacArthur, then you want to skip this one because um, we are brilliant, but like I can't help you then. So this runs about 40 minutes and I would say probably only have to listen to the first 27 or so and then we have to do a little bit of jazz hands because of course there were people there but they didn't ask questions because my people are silent a lot of the time. <laughs> so take a listen. Uh, when this comes out, you'll have just a few days left to pick up your seat in Ballsy at ballsy.club. That's where you want to go. That's what you want to do. And then I'm done talking about it. Registration closes on Tuesday, which because Monday is Labor Day here in the States. So Tuesday, I give you a day. Uh, and then I'm going to have some other stuff come out and I'm not going to have anything for sale for a while. So, um, and the other thing is that when people are like, oh, yes, I'll do the next one. There is no next one. There's never a next one. And I don't say that to press your alert buttons or your worry buttons or manipulate you. It's just factual. And uh, the way that my year for next year is turning up, this is it. So go take a look if you're inclined. Otherwise, um, this is every... When I have clients and they are typically in panic or overwhelm with regards to sales and marketing, this is where we begin. And it helps to bring them a sense of calm and stillness and actually makes everything much more doable. That's where we're beginning today, and that's why I hope you'll listen. I'll see you soon. Hello, and welcome to uh, Turn Down the Frustration, Turn Up the Sales. I'm Kristen Kelp. I am Nick MacArthur. And uh, we're doing this thing, so I just need you to know that I'm not nervous at all. I did not have a dream in which I texted Nick and was like, we're, it's, we're late for the webinar, like an hour late. And there are so many people waiting. And Nick was like, what webinar? What are you talking about? And I was like, oh God. And then so, I just wondered, like, it was so bad. Did it make you so happy when you woke up this morning to a text from me asking a question about the webinar? <laughs> I was like, so you're like, yes, he knows. <laughs> he remembered that we're doing this thing. Oh my God. 
was so exciting. Good times. Um, so uh, just controls wise down there, there are ask a question, magical things down there in the bottom left, I hope of your screen. And there's also a chat room to write on my screen. I assume it's there on yours as well. And you can, we can see that in real time. So at any point you have a question, a comment, a concern, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Those are the places to hit us with it. And if you have something that is so um, important, we might have time for a hot seat at the end. Hot seat meaning um, we pull you uh, via video onto the screen so I can talk to you and figure out what's happening in real time. Okay? If we have time. So, um, and that's something that we do during the Q&A calls during um, the actual Ballsy class. So uh, every time I've ever come to a webinar, I've feared when the pitch is coming and how long the pitch will be relative to how much actual teaching was going on. And so it's like everything else that I do, disproportionately generous. So it's probably gonna be somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes of teaching. And then they'll be like, hey, here's the promo code. You should buy it now. <laughs> That's how we do. Because <laughs> um, you don't, if you don't believe us by now, you're not going to, the, the 15 minutes of blah, blah, blah is not going to help. So ask questions. Uh, we're going to give the promo code. And then at the end, we'll give away a seat live. And of course, your odds of winning increase if you've asked a question. Just saying um, that that's how that works. So we're going to start with stop the overwhelm. Oh, the overwhelm. Every entrepreneur knows it deep down inside. It's that feeling of like, oh God, I have to market things. I need to make more money. Uh, uh, I should probably do a Facebook Live and I should be, you know, maybe running ads and I should be like doing an Instagram story seven times a day and I should <laughs> definitely be posting like a pattern in my Instagram. So like uh, a picture and then like words and then like a picture and then an ad and then I should do this and then I... Uh, but you've actually spent so much time with the overwhelm that all you accomplished at the end of the day was like, yeah, I made a plan to post an Instagram story for tomorrow. How many people feel that over and over? Uh, my guess is that it's all of you. And my guess is that all those emails you should have sent but didn't because it wasn't quite perfect. And all those times you should have called someone, but then you panicked. And all those times that you should have marketed something, but then like, oh God, the plan to market something got so intense that you didn't actually do it, uh, happens more often than the actual just doing of the things. So mm -hmm. my guess is that you're dreading it way more than the actual, like you're dreading the idea of it rather than the doing of it. So what if that one tweak means you can stop all the overwhelm and get actual to more sales, get, get to just tweaking a couple little things uh, and just actually doing the things perfectly, or not perfectly, doing them without perfection, just just doing it, just sending an email, just sending the Facebook message, just sending it imperfect, <laughs> just fucking doing it, just do one thing, uh, will change everything. It'll help you actually turn up the dollars. So we are going to help you stop with that overwhelm and actually make a plan and figure out exactly where the enough point is. So instead of just marketing all the time, every second of every day, you know exactly how much you need to market to get to the enough spot. Yes, and if you're like enough, that sounds terribly boring and dull and practical. It's actually the reason that I don't lose my shit when I see people having seven and eight figure launches and I'm all like, oh God, how could I only have 
um, because I don't want a seven-figure launch. That's going to mean that I need like what seven to nine employees, and then I don't get to take Wednesdays at the beach, and then I have to have meetings about meetings, and then like just shoot me in the face because my enough number is fairly low, and I'm really locked in on my enough number. And so um, it brings me great peace of mind to know I'm going to hit my enough number. I can chill out, and that's that. But most people don't have an enough number. Um, they just like more, I don't know, more, and then there's panic involved. So there's a lick and a prayer that comes at the end of selling, and then you're overwhelming, and you do like a little here and a little there, and often that's motivated by how much money is in your bank account. <laughs> you're like, I have $12 and two pieces of cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> like, at least uh, there's two you, pieces of cheese, though. That's the important right, part. Right, like you're going to make it through but it's not gonna be pretty. And that's a pattern that I've repeated so many times, and Nick has repeated that pattern so many times. Um, and it's, it gets a lot easier if you can just establish enough. Now you can, after this, get out your spreadsheets and do the magical world of, um, these are the bills I have to pay each month, and this is how much I'm responsible for, and all of that, that's totally fine. But my sense is that you already have some idea like, do you need to make $40,000 a month? And this is a need, not a like, that would be nice. So do you need $40,000 a month to survive? I doubt that you need to be in the 1% to survive. I just doubt it. Just call me crazy. But you probably also need more than, let's say, $500 because I don't know where you're living if you can survive on $500 a month. So let's say that your enough number is, let's, you know, somewhere between four and $10,000 a month, gets it all done, takes care of your business, takes care of your personal life, and then you can work backwards from that number. And if you're one of those people that's like, I don't have to make anything because my partner takes care of me. Okay, but that doesn't mean that you don't put in at any time. And so what would it be fair for you to bring home from the hours that you put in, and what would it be like if you suddenly didn't have a partner that will very quickly reveal your enough number to you? Does that make sense? Because I've had so many clients be like, I don't have to make anything. My partner is just so good. And then three weeks later, they're calling because I've had this happen. I'm getting a divorce. I have my enough number now. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. And it's not like $300. And suddenly you care a whole lot more. But what if you just assume that you can earn your enough number without some sort of tragedy or disaster happening? And that's where you can begin. So again, this is not driving a Maserati. And this is not homelessness. This is enough. Life is good. I've got the basics covered. I've got a little more than the basics. I've got more than two pieces of cheese. And I'm not running myself ragged. I'm not having meetings about meetings. That's where we're going. Um, how many clients is that? And how many products do you have to move to make it feel like the, there's a list here that I'm reading, uh, time, effort, education, money, and energy you've put into your work is justified? For example, for example, so if I need to make $6,000 a month and my average, back when I was a photographer, my average uh, client sale was 3200 then I needed to sell two clients a month into a family session. That was the like, and those were my needs. And before I would look at it and go, Oh God, I need to book 73 people because that's the, uh, it's the business uh, like that. I would do the thing. Like if I don't have a, a session every week, I'm clearly not doing anything right. But then I realized that I actually only needed two clients a month. And that takes that overwhelm part way the fuck down. 
because I no longer feel like I need to get my stuff in front of 7,000 people every week. I just need to get my stuff, say, in front of 100 people every week, and two out of those 100 people might book. We'll see. Um, but $6,000 a month, it means that selling, I need to sell two family sessions, or I could do a family session and a group of mini sessions, or I could do just, I could sell just one wedding that month, and that would let me know how many clients I needed in whatever way that I wanted to do it. If uh, when I was doing Give Me That It, I needed to sell two websites a month. That's just the way it is. As an, as it, and when I'm running It Factors, I like to sell four It Factors a month plus some extra little thing on the side that I do. So that, it lets me know exactly how much I need to sell in order to get to my enough. Um, it lets me know how many people I need to be in front of each week. It lets me know how how much I need to push or how much I don't need to push. It lets me know when I have two months worth of stuff booked up that I can like just relax for a minute and just like breathe a little extra. Um, it, it lets me know a whole bunch of things. It lets me know whether I'm charging too much or too little because it's a little too hard to book those two clients or it's way too easy to book those two clients and that means it's probably time for a price increase. But it lets me know exactly what I need to do to get to my enough. So what? figure out what that number looks like for you. If you need to make $10,000 a month and your average sale is $2,000, that means you need to get five bookings a month. I know this sounds really, like, really simple, but I don't think that most of us actually think about it this way. We think about like, oh God, I have to just make all the sales and if I'm not running myself ragged making all the sales, or at least thinking about or panicking about <laughs> making all the sales, being overwhelmed about making all the sales, then I'll just, I'll work until three in the morning every day, mm -hmm. just doing nothing. It'll be great. I'm going to feel so fulfilled. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I've also had a client come in and be like, well, my enough number is $400,000 a year. And I was like, where the fuck do you live? Like, and it was just like, well, I'd like to pay for my house with cash this year. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. that's not, that's a different thing. That's not enough number. Enough is like, all is well. All is good. We have enough money for the things that we need. We have health insurance. We have food. We do not. We do not pay for houses in cash as part of our enough number. That is not. Those are that's extra. A, that's that's extra. <laughs> that's an extra scope of work. <laughs> but um, as, as Lauren's saying, if Mama needs a new kitchen and you know that that's coming, then I can understand that you might need to up your enough number for a small period of time. Absolutely. Like factor that shit in. But if you pressure yourself that you must be making $43,000 a month or your life is over, is that actually the case or is it just that you're not going to hit that goal? The enough number when you fall below it, like your life is pretty bad versus your life is still good. You just, you're going to have to take on mortgage because you can't pay for the house in cash. We just need to differentiate the privileges there. And that often helps tremendously to get things rocking and rolling. So you need to make X dollars a month. That means selling X number of those things. And that means selling X per week. It also helps to notice uh, how many inquiries you get or how many people click on your links or how many people click to put things in the shopping cart versus how many people actually go all the way through and buy them. If 100% of the people who inquire with you uh, or click on the link buy the thing that you're offering, I can guarantee that it is too low. Um, my booking rate is it's right about 40%. 
Um, typically people say no because they're scared um, when it comes to coaching with me. It's usually not a price thing. It's a, like, I'm not ready. And then I circle back around in six months and they're usually closer along on the ready scale. So I can't count, you inquired about coaching, ergo you will buy coaching, so I only need to get four inquiries. That's not how it works. So knowing that you tend to book 80% or 60% or 10% also helps you to know how many inquiries you have to get. If 100% of the inquiries you book come in and you need to get three a month, your life is awesome. Stop worrying, dude. <laughs> Let's just let that overwhelm go. Yeah, like it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Uh, so, for example, for this particular course, Nick and I would like to move 50 seats in Balsy. Life is not going to be over if we don't, and life is going to be amazing if we move more than that. But from that place, we drew up our marketing calendar. If we need to sell five, uh, we wouldn't be doing a webinar. That's not a thing that the amount of effort required <laughs> to, get the, to get the forces to align, it wouldn't happen. And if we needed to sell 500, we would have had an affiliate program with all sorts of layers and layers and layers and layers of other spectacular, yeah, just just so much that needed to happen to go into that. Does that make sense? So we're, our enough number determines the intensity and the frequency of the marketing. So if I needed to sell 500, like, or I don't know, I'm gonna something terrible is gonna happen if I don't sell 500, you would be getting an email or two emails a day from me about this, right? I would have multiple podcast episodes. I would have an interview series. I would have um, at least five to six affiliates that I would all be doing interviews with and webinars with. We would be having more than one webinar and they would be, um, there would also be repeating that you could watch. The promo code at the end would be higher because we need to move some shit and it would only last for while the webinar is live. It wouldn't be extended past the webinar in any way. Like I would press the urgency buttons more urgently. So, with the enough number, you might find yourself spinning your wheels and panicking like you have to move thousands of things when you probably don't. Like if you have three spots a month available, you move one a week, you still have a week off. So often, really, really often, the enough number means that you are free to be yourself, that you do not have to attract 572 people a day to buy from your business and you don't have to grow your, your email list by thousands per minute to make a profit, even though that's what is being touted from every ad everywhere. So how many people per month do you need to purchase X, which leads to how many people a week do you need to have show up and buy your stuff? And then how can you get the appropriate number of inquiries or hits per week? So sorry, my dog was really excited about this. Stella's upset. Dear God. <laughs> okay. Um, does that make sense? Does anyone have questions based on that? The, mail, the mailman is enemy number one. That's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Oh, <laughs> okay, so any questions that you have, you can type them in the appropriate places and we'll take care of them. Any issues that you're like, whoa, 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 this works for you, Kristen, but not for me because blank. Like, tell me the specific thing. Go for it. That's fine. Um, and this is also what Balzi teaches you. Um, how to do a little with more depth, because this is a really fast overview, um, as well as the patterns beneath why you're not hitting that enough number. So if you're not appropriately priced and something is $100 that should be $500, you're working five times as hard to get you enough number, which makes you frustrated, tired, probably mean, grumpy, and addicted to coffee, for example. Just saying, <laughs> hypothetically. 
<laughs> so it's all related. Um, so the person that asked the question, uh, Lauren said, I listened to session one and I immediately started getting ideas for my business that I hadn't considered. So clearly you're awesome. However, I'm a woman fortunate enough to not have imposter syndrome and to rather like doing business like a woman because doing business like a man feels icky to me. That said, I do pathologically underprice myself. Is this program right for me? That specifically is why I just answered that question the way that I did. So um, that that way you are, when you're priced appropriately, you're working a whole lot less. So even if your sales game is killer, um, if you're underpriced, you're gonna be working way more than you need to. And I would say that I'm not a person that struggles with imposter syndrome. I'm like, I have an education degree and, I and I've been writing for fucking 20 years here, people. Like, I don't worry about whether I'm qualified to be teaching or writing. Um, but that still doesn't mean that at the beginning of a new thing that I don't underprice myself just because it's a new thing. And once it's been around for a while, the price increases appropriately, but it's still new. And so I'm still like, Ugh. And then when it um, when it comes really easily to me, it's actually the hardest to price for because you're like, no, it's so it's so easy. It's, um, does that make sense that we we are not really good at knowing what we what we're priced, um, what's appropriate for pricing and how to price it? But that's not our territory. But we can help with that during ballsy. And as Lauren, I'm, I've worked with you, and you are awesome at what you do, but you definitely could price yourself higher, but just not to us, because I like the price that you have right now, if I'm being honest, but I would have paid more. So I think that there's absolutely, um, there's, there's, you, you are not a woman who doesn't believe that she's worth things in any way, shape, or form, but I think could be a little ballsier with your pricing. I'm going to say it, but just not to me because I like your your previous pricing. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Like I'll buy a thing and then be like, by the way, double the price. Like right after I bought it. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, I feel bad, but like, I'm like, ah, you said the advice is free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then other questions to ask about how to get to your enough number. And these hit all of the all of the feel points that um, mm -hmm. are really uncomfortable. And this is not us pushing your pain points on purpose, which is fucking shady as all hell. This is all of the stuff that's addressed um, within the ballsy class in like micro condensed question form yeah. that we explore. Mm -hmm. So what if you were to get to your enough number, you weren't waiting to be discovered? What if you weren't waiting for someone to come and say, you should come teach at this thing because you're so amazing. What if you weren't waiting for 70 people to want you to run a workshop before you ran one? What if you were not just sitting quietly writing things on the internet and never telling anyone about them and just being like, it's okay, Glennon Doyle is gonna come along and she's gonna see it and then <laughs> I'm gonna be a love warrior and her and Abby and I will be BFFs, we'll probably do all the gay things together, it'll be great. What if you weren't like doing that? What if you weren't waiting for someone to come find you, but you were the one saying, hey, hey bitches, I'm over here. What mm -hmm. if you did it that way? That would help get to your enough number, I bet. Um, yeah. There's so many times that I see people that I work with, they're like, well, I also have this thing. I, yeah, I went to school for it for six years and um, <laughs> 
I just do it for free because I love it so much. And I'm not sure that I'm ready to teach people to do it yet. So I just teach them for free. This is a thing. This is, this yeah. is how, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what if you didn't have a single project in the works or coming soon and you actually released it? So this is a chronic, chronic thing that I see. And not chronic in the fun way, okay? No, we're talking about just sad. Um, so there's ghosts, so um, I, there's a couple that I love and they both sent me their books uh, via email, independently of each other. And the, let me tell you what the male's book was like, and I love both of them with all of my heart. Let me be very clear about this. This is not male bashing. Um, he sent me, it was like, maybe 12 to 14 pages of in a word doc that had no attention to detail whatsoever. Meaning like we didn't run a grammar check or a spell check. We didn't really have chapters or a table of contents. I was like, I think this is ready to go. What do you think? Okay. Female, they're married. Female sends me like, I don't know. I think that this might be okay, but I think it has a long way to go. Okay. It's beautiful. It's like 112 pages. She's already sent it to a graphic designer before she sends it to me because you can't let me see just a Word doc. It must be glorious. Um, there are no spelling errors. There is beautiful imagery. There are notes. There are side notes. There are, it's documented. It's, but his is already for sale on Amazon and hers is still in the works. So there is this big difference. I see that in ghostwriting all the time. What males send me is basically like word vomit with a side of hope. And what females send me is like miraculous, beautiful, just fucking, you should have fucking launched it three years ago. Um, and so I would say that the, the happiness is in the middle there, perhaps more than word vomit, perhaps less than the perfection that should have been launched years ago. That's what we're going for. Yeah, <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> it's good times. And the other one that's even worse than that um, is how would you get to your enough number if you asked for help? And I'm not talking about outsourcing or hiring a VA because that shit's boring and terrible. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. I'm talking about what if you asked for help doing the other things that distract you from your business so that you could spend more time in your business. And not that thing where you're like, well, the kids are home, but technically I'm counting that as work time. Like, no, let's be honest. Your kids are really distracting. I have a dog and that's distracting. Kids are just, they're work killers. So um, what if you hired a sitter? What if you uh, asked your partner or a relative or friend or babysitter to take the kids on Saturday mornings for three hours? What if you asked someone to take the dog for a walk instead of you having to do it? What if you paid someone to babysit, paid someone to clean, paid someone to grocery shop, paid someone to set up your email list because you've been working on it for six fucking hours and you can't figure out how to do it? Fiverr.com, I'm gonna put that in the notes, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Um, I, it, it, like, it saves worlds <laughs> in terms of technological things. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So if you ask for help, you're gonna be able to get to your enough number much more quickly. This is, a, this is what I call life math, guys. You can only, you have 24 hours in a day. You, you can't be a full-time parent stay-at-home parent and run a full-time business and also be the head of the PTA and also run a full-time gardening business that you never pay, charge anything for on the side. 
These are things that you can't, you can't do all of it at once. You have, you have no choice but to decide, okay, where are my priorities? How do I love myself and my family? And will everyone be better in the end if I do this or if I do this, or if I'm not running myself ragged and thin and falling apart? Mm -hmm. The answer is yes. So life math guys, you only have so many hours. Fills me with rage. We will get to it. We will get to it in the class for sure. Yeah. What if also you raise your rates? What if you just were like, you know what? It turns out that I am severely underpricing myself. Most women are. Typically, if a man can charge $200 for something, a woman will charge 50. That's just, I'm not saying that it's always the case. I'm saying that it typically is the case. Um, I have this client and uh i love how we're all vague i have this yeah client. i have this client <laughs> he, he's super great love him to pieces he's super amazingly talented like i'm like oh if you lived here i would make you photograph me all the time because you're really good at this but it turns out that um he looks as though he's killing it but he is not booked out for the year and he's not charging a ridiculous, ridiculous amount of money. It's just that his, um, it's just that his like prestige level is so high on his website that people are like, "Oh, I, there's no way I could afford him. There's no way." It's just, yeah, he's just so like, get on the books. Like, I don't, it's just, it's hard to explain, but that's how we fixed the problem. But anyway, the whole point is, is that he's not sold out for his wedding year. However. He's making up the difference in creating workshops on how to sell out your wedding year. And he's charging a fair amount of money to do it. So um, I'm losing my whole train of thought here. This is a moment. Anyway, the whole point is that I feel like this note was the – I'm going to move on from this. So there's a dude – there's a dude. Wow, I lost my whole train of thought. Dude, selling workshops about how to sell out your year. His year's not sold out. Selling out the workshops, making a whole lot of money. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. But it was an under raise your rates, which I feel like maybe was, it's fine. But raise your rates also. You should do that. Because like Kristen said earlier, it's way, if you're having to move 500 of something because you are only charging $100, but people almost always buy it. It's likely that you would have to work way less hard if you just sold it for $500. You could only have to sell 100 of those things instead. Which is still hard, but not nearly as hard. Not nearly as hard as 500. <laughs> um, what if you charge for your work, even the damaged or the less than perfect stuff? Um, when people, I've noticed that when people drive me insane, there's usually something to be learned there. And so there's this guy I adore on the interwebs and he is um, brilliant and wonderful. And uh, he had these prints that he had made that he had found in his garage. Fantastic. Um, they were printed on newsprint and they were wrinkled as fuck. So I would have immediately thrown them away. I would have been like, these are not good enough to, for anyone to see the light of day. And he was selling them like limited edition. These are signed, they're 200 bucks a piece. And he sold them, of course he did. Of course he sold all of them. Um, so what if you were willing to charge for your work even the damaged or the less than perfect stuff? Maybe not charge as much as you would charge if it wasn't damaged or wasn't perfect, but to still sell it instead of being like, I can't let anyone see this ever again. What if you view it as an exceptional 
one-of-a-kind edition that no one else can get, which is really hard, but you can do it. You could. And then what if, this is even harder, uh, you communicated so clearly that everyone would understand. So I sometimes make paintings. I also have a dog that communicates via uh, body movements. So she, one day I left her alone. She was not happy about this, my dog. And there was a painting on the floor and she had just pooped on it. She was just like, this is, this is how I feel about your painting, Ma. Um, and I was like, that's, I wrote it down, like that's some of the most amazing communicating that I've ever seen in my years as a communicator. <laughs> If I could just get everybody to know as clearly as she has communicated to me that she's really upset and that things need to change around here, we'd all be a lot better off. So what if instead of hemming and hawing, getting around the point in some vague way, what if you were willing to poop on a painting? Or not, but to in some way communicate that clearly and effectively. In many cases, that's simply being like, I have three spots left for the year, guys. Like, you should get them. And there doesn't have to be a discount or a promo or an, like anything attached to that. It's just, there they are, go get them. So what if you communicated more clearly about the spots that you have available or the products that you have for sale in no uncertain terms and without any sort of a bribe involved? Just here they are. Yeah. And what if you only took the clients that you absolutely loved and adored? Meaning that anytime someone is not a fit for you and you have to like convince them that you, you I know I am really great. Look, I'm really, really great. That, and it, then it turns out horribly and you hate each other at the end of it. And you're like, oh my God, I hate this person so much. And I would give them all their money back if they would just die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are ways to, to stop that in advance. So mm -hmm. for example, I'm pretty queer. Uh, I am transgender. I once was a woman married to a woman uh so it's pretty upfront on my website that like if you're not down with the homos you're not down with me uh because i am pushing away anyone that isn't interested in that i, I have no desire to work with someone who's like well i think gays are all right but they shouldn't get the same rights as others and i have no i swear very deliberately everywhere on my website because if you're not into that then we're probably not a good fit you'll be really surprised when i drop an f-bomb in our client meeting and you're like i'm offended and i'm like well you should have fucking paid attention and read my other stuff you know um i very deliberately do not respond to people's emails within 12 seconds of them replying to me because i'm setting the tone from the get-go that like no no that i have boundaries and you i'll get to you when i get to you and i don't answer emails at nighttime or on Saturdays or whatever, I will save a draft or use Boomerang to send it out on Monday morning at 10 a.m. But I'm really, I'm really clear with my boundaries. I'm really clear with what I am into and what I'm not into. And I show my kids everywhere because you need to understand that I am a person with kids and that that means that like I'm not at your every beck and whim at any given moment. And if you don't like my kids, well, fuck off. And I say fuck off so you know that if you don't like the word fuck off, you better not show up here. There's lots of ways that you can put your little freak flag out and be all like, yeah, I love cosplay. I'm super into it. Any other nerdy people out there love cosplay too? We can go to Comic-Con together and do a photo shoot. That's totally a thing that 
I mean, I have helped a client totally turn her business from being a wedding photography business to being she goes mostly to Comic-Cons and takes photos of people for a living now. That's pretty good That's if amazing. you're into that. Because before, she was pretending that she wasn't this, like, super geeked out, nerdy comic person and was, like, pretending to be, like, wearing high heels to her weddings because I'm going to fit in and be a great wedding photographer. But really what she wanted to do was photograph people dressed up in superhero costumes. Like, who doesn't? Um, like saying you're a medium, Emma. Exactly. Uh, put your freak flag out there. It'll push away all the clients that make you dread your inbox or your voicemail or your text messages. And it will push you towards really loving your business. And it might mean that you miss a sale here or there, but I guarantee you, you will be so fucking happy you missed that sale because you would have given them their money back so they would die. That's what you will end up doing. And if you want to love your business, push away the clients you don't love. Bring in the yeah. clients that you do. And you can also refund. Like if, if they accidentally sneak through, you can refund before you begin or refund just like you, I want to cut these ties. I don't know how you got through the raptors and the moat and the alligators, but I'm going to just give this money back to you. Mm -hmm. um, so officially, uh, you can join us in the Ballsy class if you would like to get closer to your enough number with our support. Meaning we could give you all the shit that's in um, that's been recorded via video and it would do absolutely no good if you don't actually do the things that we tell you to do in the order that we tell you to do them and do your homework and keep up with us and have and have make use of us at some point when something comes up that's not fun or that's not what you expected and then we begin to do the actual work of the class so the class is not watch a video and disappear the class is watch the video and then let us help you through to the next step, which is going to be even more challenging but freeing at the same time. Does that make sense? So um, if you're just one of the people, and I've done this, one of the people that's like, oh, I'm just going to watch the video and then not talk to anyone, um, it's not going to be as good. And it's not going to be the last class that I bought, which was, oh, by the way, there we didn't tell you, but your um, participation is mandatory and there are like 3,600 people in the class. No, no, okay, so um, small group will know your name, will help you out, you will do the homework, it will be amazing. The point of the class, the whole point of the class is to go out, do the things, run into trouble, and then be like, oh God, that's scary, come to us, talk to us, and keep going. The difference between reading a book and taking a class is that the class requires something of you. So we're not joking about the homework and the sense that you're involved to do something different, not to just watch a video or read about it. And this is not a multi-thousand person clusterfuck. Um, this is a small group doing the work uh, with you, if that makes sense. So the promo code to take $50 off Ballsy is ENOUGH, E-N-O-U-G-H, bada bing, bada boom. And, um, is there anyone that would like to work out their enough number um, with me? I believe that you can um, just comment in the magical chat section, and then I can invite you on screen like a boss, and uh, we'll help you, you know figure what? that out. With and the then, controls. Right? Which I figured out. I watched so much Googling. <laughs> Emma, you're so kind to us. I think you're the bomb also. Just saying. Thank you. 
And Casey said, Casey, Cassie says, how many students? Um, it's going to be, there's no more than 50. I don't see any more than 50 happening. Um, Maybe 51, so, but like, it's highly unlikely. It's, it's not going to get, it's not going to get into the crazy thousands because that's horrifying to me. <laughs> um, and then Lisa said, I'm trying to move my business from families to school portraits. That's more of a B2B model, which is different from selling to families, which was burning me out. But it's also more difficult to predict the revenue. So um, only you can know in terms of your enough number, Lisa, what, um, what tends to work, how many schools you have to pitch or tend to pitch before you get a bite, how well you know the principal, the vice principal, the decision maker of, in some capacity. Um, and then only you know how much is enough. So I'm not sure of the question in there, except that um, the more steady you can be with, this is what I offer, this is my enough number, I have to pitch this number of people, the easier it's gonna be to um, to get on board with that whole wonderful world of you know selling shit and selling lots of it, and you can transition slowly. You can know that like okay, well for this first year, um, I and then we ask if it would be served by the course, so you can answer that. Yeah. Um, so you can say, well, this year I'm only gonna, I probably only am gonna get three or four schools that are gonna sign on to let me do their school portraits. So I'm gonna need to continue doing this many family sessions to fill that enough number. But what could happen if you don't know the enough number is that you could end up taking on all the family sessions and all the school portraits and burning yourself out somewhere in, in that spot because you didn't know what that number was. Um, as far as will this course help you with switching, I mean, I think that the, at the end of the day, it's going to help you be more confident to pitch the schools. It's going to teach you how um, to not wait until everything's perfect to pitch the schools that you need to pitch. It's going to help you be more confident in general. It's going to teach you some tricks of the trade in order to um, let you step into this fully, I think. Does that help at all? Kristen, any thoughts? It does. It absolutely does. Any more quotes? Does anybody want to do a hot seat? That's what I'm asking. Uh, there's another question. Uh, I'm taking a break from my business for 2018 to work a different job. This class sounds perfect, but not at this time. Do you expect to do something like this again at a later date? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's that thing where we have no expectations currently. But here's what I'll say. Um, I will say that even if you're not in a business right this second, that the that seeing what a difference it can make going from living life being seen as read as female versus being read as male is that I don't even think you need to have any business in order for this class to help you. If you are working a job where you have a boss that you want to accomplish things in with, that you want to communicate with, if you ever are in a meeting that you're trying to get your things seen or heard where you don't want to be mansplained over, if you're ever doing life where you would like to be seen as an equal rather than as lesser than, I feel like this class could be for you. Do I think that it, the, I, the whole point of it is to then help you sell more with less frustration? Yes, but could you get something out of it even if you're not selling something right now? Totally. Yeah, but that's so just my perspective. 
No, that's fair. If you're if you're paying attention and there's something that's like, ooh, but that's also the asshole brain that's like, no, not right now. Um, there's no guarantees. This one has five kids. Um, I'm traveling to many countries next year. And so there, there are no guarantees and there is never a next time. That's how we always roll. That's how I always roll. Um, so if some part of you is like, get this shit, then get this shit. And you can use the promo code ENOUGH to do that. Heck yeah. yeah. Saving dollars. <laughs> Just like that. Um, does anybody else have any questions? And then I'm going to let uh, Nick pick the magical world of... Um, can you give me a number? Between one and twenty, I can't just say. A random. I was like, uh, <laughs> just give a number: seven thousand twenty-two. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, that is, uh, by my calculations, that's Emma Smallbone. Woo woo! Gets freezy and ballsy. What's so, up, Emma? So you got to um, just email me. I love Emma Smallbone all the way down to my toes. Excellent. If anybody ever wants to work with a medium, she's killer. She's making it happen. And uh, for everybody else, the promo code is ENOUGH, E-N-O-U-G-H. I believe it's in all caps. And you can click the magical Get Ballsy Now button to make it happen. You should do it. You should totally do it. Absolutely. This is fun now. You ain't seen nothing yet. Yes. And can I just tell you, so I was at the pool the other day. And um, here's how, so there's girls and there are boys and I'm watching, I don't have any particular, like I'm just observing. So the boys jump into the pool and they're, they stand on the diving board and then they're like, they jump and then they're like, Wah! and their bodies are just making assorted shapes to be as loud as possible. And then they splash, right? And the girls, this was so amazing to me. They would go to the end, they would nod to their mom Yes, okay, this is acceptable. And then they would like jump, but do a split and touch their toes and then just go into the water like they were fucking diving performance. I was like, like without a noise, like like even going into the water was too much. We must be silent. But like, but they have this immense skill and talent and the boys, ah! and the boys do not nod at their moms before they jump in the pool. Let me tell you. Because boys <laughs> do not ask permission for shit. That's the, no. that's the truth. They are trained no. to ask for forgiveness later. That's that's what's up. Exactly. So there's this thing that's like um, that I wasn't even trying to observe anything about gender, but I was like, oh my god, that's and they're five, six, like they're little. They're not selling shit. They're not. Um, but the ways that we are taught to to be in the world, are, they are really young. Um, they live in there from an early age. They're insidious. They're the water in which we swim. And they do make a difference in the way that we present ourselves in life and in business. So Kelly has a question. I'm building my thing. I don't have anything I'm selling yet. And I also had an opportunity come up to design my dream job with a company I love. I feel like Ballsy will give me skills to manage either of those situations. If I don't have anything I'm selling right now, are the homework assignments able to apply to me? Luckily, I have a degree in fucking education, so I can make the homework assignments apply to you. <laughs> like, um, so you can do the whole class as you're gonna have this pitch for the dream job that you wanna work with by the end of it, and then we can work backwards from there. Um, in, 
but you're probably thinking of the homework as something that is um, much more straightforward than it actually is. And that's all I'll say about that. But yes, anything can be modified. We're not talking about 300 people in here. So, and I've taught special education too. So modifications like that are just so simple. Yeah, and I think, simple. like we said, most of, I don't even know that half of the homework things won't even need to be modified. So fancy and exciting that way. It is. So yeah, go ahead and do it. Um, is is absolutely my answer. And if you've never worked with either of us, um, that's okay. This is a good. This is a good place to do it. This is not a multi-thousand-dollar investment. This is simple and straightforward. Um, so yeah, that's not a problem. And I didn't say I've taught such special education like you're in special education. <laughs> what I mean is like. Like I'm like okay, you're in three kinds of therapy. You are not English is your second language, and and like I can handle that. So yeah, anything that you have to provide, should you need a modification, is. But you know what, Kelly, you are special. I know it. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. It depends on what kind of special. Come on, man! I'm trying to be all PC, and you're like, no, you're special. I feel like, it. That's my MacArthur voice, by the way. No, no, no. <laughs> Your family voice. Yep. Um, I will also say, guys, that we did not have slides for this because one, I would rather look at a face than slides, and two, we don't have slide videos in the actual thing. So it's not like that. Like in this video, you will learn objective, 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 with just like voiceover that's been perfectly just stripped of all personality. That's it not really what we're doing. It looks a lot like this. So if you don't like this, you probably shouldn't sign up. Yeah, like this is the same background. Nick had a slightly different background. Different um, house. Yeah, because the point is not how fancy we can be with the technical shit. I'm sorry, guys. That's just not what we do here. So, does this anybody is one of those else moments where we've only we're only taking clients we like? So, if you don't like this shit, get out. That's what we're saying. <laughs> There'll probably be dog gifs too, and if you don't like dog gifs, then I don't like you. That's a rule. You know, I never knew if I was supposed to call it a GIF or a GIF. I feel like you've just cleared that up for me. The the creator of GIFs says GIFs. So I'm like, that's, that's good enough. I'm going to go me. with you. Yep. And then Bear says GIF just to annoy me. And I'm like, no. No. I will break you. That's how that works. Look at us drinking beverages. There's so much thirst. So much the thirst. nightmare did not come true. You showed up. I showed up. They showed up. Everything worked out just fine. It's so good. Are there right, any, any other more. questions about anything at all? You can ask the questions in all the places and we will answer them. That's what we're here for. We are just fucking killing time to, so that you have more opportunity to ask the questions. And if we think something is stupid or terrible or won't work for you, then we will tell you that because that's what we do. Perfect. We so can't wait to see you in this course, Emma. It's going to be so great. <sighs> it is. It is. It is. It is. I did All not right, think of chatter. I'm so sorry. I didn't make like chatter topics in case everyone was silent. It's fine. It's fine. Will the homework be more service or product oriented? I'm all about the services. I'm going to go human. It's more human oriented. More human. It's teaching you all the skills that like that you need deep in your heart and your soul to then go out and like, like Care Bear stare them. So that's, that's my really in-depth answer to that, is that <laughs> it allows you to have a really good Care Bear stare. Uh, it's, 
it, these are all about mindsets. So everything that we're giving you for homework is all about your mindset on things. Mm -hmm. And the mindset is not like, crush it. That's fucking stupid and terrible. We all know it. <laughs> um, it's more about um, the way that you behave. And then there's this, there's something under that that probably came in when you were really young or that came in um, when you were older that you don't even know is functioning in you. So it's a sort of, it's more of deprogramming than mindset tech. Cause mind, I always think of mindset as like, say this mantra, I am strong. And I'm like, dude, that does not, come on. <laughs> Come on, like what, what, no, we're not talking about that. Just. We're not the secret here, okay, guys? Um, <laughs> there's, there's no secret. No secret. So, Lauren, I think you would be a really good fit. Like you're, you're flitting around and saying nice things and you've stayed the whole time. So now's the time to go and get it. Like that's, that's on, my direct Lauren. answer to you. We'll take care of you. That's, that's not a problem. That's true. All right, kids. Plus, Lauren, you know I love working with you. Anytime I get to hang out with Lauren, I feel happy. Uh, what does Lauren do? Lauren uh, is a ghostwriter. Fantastic. And, I don't know anything about that. And you know what Lauren else, the other thing Lauren does? Lauren what? fucking does the thing where she makes her own hats. Like, what well, is the, what's the word called, Lauren? What's the, the, span, the fancy A milliner? Word? Yeah. She Who the fucking, fuck is a, she's a ghostwriter milliner? Yeah, that's what fucking happened. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> exactly. She's basically our people. That's true. <laughs> well, then we're just in full-on bribe or bully it's, mode. Like, get in the class. Do it. Get you are it. our people in it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and if you know anyone else that would be good for this class, because you don't want to take it alone, now is the time to bully them as well. That's With true. the promo code ENOUGH, you save 50 bucks, and the Make Your Money Back Challenge begins as soon as you start the class, minus about like a minute and a half for the interwebs to connect different platforms. So it's not instant. It's like 93 seconds. And then you can start the Make Your Money Back Challenge. Heck yeah. So go do that thing. All right, guys. I feel like so we're wasting excited. time here because we're just, we have, we're good. You guys didn't ask a whole lot of questions, but we love you anyway. It's because obviously you're so good at this. It's probably why. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to see you so soon in class. Again, promo code ENOUGH. Hit it with the Get Ballsy Now. Share it wherever you'd like to share it. Ask a person, ask a friend so it's less scary. And uh, we're going to see you in class starting next Tuesday. 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 Fucking right. Okay. Bye, guys. Thanks so Thanks much for, for coming posting. and playing Thanks with us. Thanks for sharing, guys. We'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you Come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly, or not so quietly, scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at Join the Antidote. 
www.thepowerofthenow.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.